Hey guys, welcome to the Her Mind Matters podcast. Each week, I will take you on a journey where we dive deeper into the topics of mindfulness, body and self-image, relationships, sex, and business. I'm a hairstylist and have been an entrepreneur for five years now. My badass co-host, Marcy, who is a photographer, has owned her own business for four. These topics will reflect our own personal experiences wrapped up into 30 minutes. It's easy to listen to and you are able to apply them to your busy lives. As a stylist, I love making others feel beautiful. And of course, hair and makeup matter to me, but her mind matters more as I believe everything in life is mind over matter. So join us every week with an open heart and an open mind as we give no fucks. And my husband's birthday is April 13th. Oh my gosh. Which is four. 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 Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. one plus three is four. So mm-hmm. numerology. <laughs> We're all about the numerology today. So. I know, right? <laughs> well, I brought my numerology card. Yeah. And we are going to talk about numbers. Uh-huh. We are. Because we're talking about money. Money. Money mindset and business. Yes. So Marcy and I are both entrepreneurs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how long have you... Been in business, babe. Oh, good lord. Okay, so I went full time photography in 2014. Okay, with a four. There's a four. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, and at first it was kind of a shit show because I was like a totally different person then. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know who that bitch was. Right. Oh my gosh, we're at fourth and high. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just going to keep seeing that number everywhere. Every day, all yes. day. Okay, so, so yeah, 2014. Okay. And so what has that journey is, like been like for you? It's kind of been all over the place because when you first start out, out as an entrepreneur, you, especially coming from like a steady income, right? That's like you show up and you get paid. Yeah. You know, I'm sure that is difficult to like, which is funny though, because like, honestly, if you show up for yourself and your business, you get paid. And mm-hmm. it's so funny. I just showed Molly this thing in my journal where I like cut out mm-hmm. the letters show, show up. up. That was literally all I was asking myself to yeah. do. That's all I kind of could do at that time. But yeah, that that's just evidence of like this shit is a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, so it like started steadily growing. Yeah. And then only like in the last two years did I really like change my mindset around money. Yeah. I read You're a Badass. Mm-hmm. Yep, and same. then I read The Secret. Mm-hmm. And then I watched The Secret. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you and I kind of, like, were undergoing this, like, transformation yeah. kind of at the same time. We were, yeah. Um, which is awesome because yeah. we've, like, leveled up each other every so time. So true. Um, but, yeah, like, I didn't realize that my earning potential lived within myself. Yeah. It lived within my own self-worth and my own value. Right. And um, what I would accept. Mm-hmm. So... Only, like I said, in the last two years that I realized that I even had power over this. Yeah. I what about like, you? Well, I feel like, so I've been in this industry for 10 years, but I've only been doing, well, that's a lie. I just almost lied. <laughs> 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 because I basically hit the ground running as an entrepreneur. I was teaching for Paul Mitchell full-time. So that was like full-time steady income. Mm-hmm. I wasn't behind the chair or anything. I was just teaching cosmetology students, like the base of their course curriculum okay um but on the weekends I started a freelancing company where I did like 
bridal events like hair and makeup on site for brides. Okay. So I, I so I guess in that way I also lied. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was yeah. also doing like yeah. freelance photography. On Basically. The side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wasn't taking it seriously. No, I, I really wasn't either. It was kind of like a hobby for me mm. to do like on the weekends because yeah. I like missed having my hands and hair. Right. And then it got to the point where I missed having my hands and hair so much mm. that I actually left teaching. Mm-hmm. And I went to like a full commission salon and it was like um, a very well-known salon here in Columbus. Mm-hmm. And they had like multiple locations and you had to like endure a training program and all of the things. And I just, I felt like kind of put in a box. Okay. Because I was such like a free spirit beforehand and I was doing my own thing and I had my own like culture in my little business and I was like making my own way basically. Yeah. And I just kind of felt put into, like, this little box. Yeah, you were boxed in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like once you're an entrepreneur and then going to, like, working for the man, it's just – it was yeah. hard for me. Yeah. So I knew that I just didn't want to do it anymore. So I left that, and then I started, like, booth renting. Okay. Um, which is, which like, really is, like, having your really own business. Really is, like, having your own business. You basically are paying, like, a landlord for the space. Right. Um, but you operate everything on your own. You supply everything, like, your own, like, taxes. Like, you literally operate as if you're your own business. Right underneath whatever employee like you rent from okay um and I did that gosh like 2015 no I think it was 2014 how weird is that okay it's not weird because it's I mean our paths are always like, oh that's so crazy parallel, right? yeah, parallel really. to each other. so because it was literally like the year before Hattie okay and then from there, oh gosh, this journey, it's just been all over. I've gone from booth renting to opening up my own like brick and mortar salon back to booth renting. Mm-hmm. And I've just like gone all, literally, I feel like I've done it all. Yeah. Same. Same. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I think that that's why like you and I have such like a strong yeah. perspective mm-hmm. is because we have kind of run the gamut and we're oh. like, okay, no, this is, this is what I want to mm-hmm. do. This is the path that I'm mm-hmm. going to follow. I have to do everything I don't want to do first. Yeah, to learn to learn what it is that I actually want. Mm-hmm. To fucking I just do. get excited about a lot of things. Yeah. I really like variety, and I like trying new things. And Same. so sometimes things look really exciting and shiny, yeah. and I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to try that." Yeah. And then I'm like, "Oh no, I don't want to do that." Yeah, I don't think <laughs> That's not it. Yeah, which is okay too. Yeah. I think a lot of people when they start out are afraid mm-hmm. to try things yeah. and afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. And a fa- I think scared you know, to fail is a big one. Scared to fail is huge. Yeah, and. I've still struggled with that. Oh, I still have moments where I'm like, fuck, is this going to work? Right. (laughs) I mean, even just like in 2016, Mm -hmm. I had like a huge like moment where I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to have to start working for the man again. Yeah. And I mean, I didn't, thank God. But I was just afraid of the growth. And it's so funny because it was 2016 that I almost quit. And then 2017 was such a huge year for me. Mm -hmm. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it funny? It's always like, what is that saying where it's like you're one, you're like one step away. Literally. It's like right before you're like ready to give up. Yeah. It's like the next step is like the the success that you've been like waiting to like bask in almost. I always think of, I think it's a really good illustration. If, um, if you're hitting a rock, Mm -hmm. okay. With, you know, you're trying to split a rock and you're just banging the shit out of it. You're just, you know, like, and you know, little tiny pieces come off, but there's like zero evidence of anything ever cracking open. Right. Right. And so you could give up and the next hit is the one that cracks it open. So true. Yeah. And I feel like I have really noticed that in my business. Like, whenever I feel like 
fuck is this going to even show any like reward like am I doing this for any reason whatsoever right and then it's like I literally turn a corner and it's like it's done this pot of gold just waiting for me Yes. It's so true. So you can't give up. Right. At all. Okay, so number one lesson. Here we go. Golden rules. You can't give up. You can't give up. Yeah. So I feel like with that, I grew up, I want to talk about like money mindset. Okay, yeah. Starting back from childhood. No, Because literally. that's where that shit starts. You are That's where everything starts. Everything. We could do a whole oh, lot of podcasts. We would. Yes. Yeah. And we have. <laughs> but I feel like everything that I learned about money came from my parents. So my parents divorced when I was younger. I was like seven. Mm-hmm. My biological father and I, we have a hiccup of a relationship, but he, he never valued me. Like he never paid my mom child support. Mm-hmm. He always spent his money on alcohol. Isn't that funny? My dad was yeah. really weird about child support oh, too. Oh yeah. Like my mom took him to court a couple times. Talk about like, actually literally putting a dollar value on your, a person. Yeah, literally. And then not paying that value. And then not paying it. Wow. wow, that's like huge like, light bulb moment for me. Literally, wow, like, I wasn't even no. worth paying child no, support. No, I wasn't either. Whoa, like <laughs> even to this day, like he's Damn. never giving me shit. Damn, no, but really. Damn, think about that. Wow, okay. because what we value, we spend money on. Yeah, in yeah. time, but money, right? Is- and it's shown. I mean, I know through my relationship mm-hmm. with my father, it's shown that I was yeah. of no value. No, to him, not at all. So from still, the very, to the same. Still, guys, we got daddy issues. So like, <laughs> no, my daddy issues are over. He, yeah. My daddy has issues. Yeah, your daddy has the issues. Yes. So from a very young age, I didn't think that I was like worth money. Mm-hmm. And then my parents, which is like my stepmom and my mom is who like, or your step stepmom. dad and your mom. <laughs> my yes. mom's not lesbian. <laughs> not today. <laughs> not yet. No. <laughs> but like my stepdad and my mom, like they both grew up with not having a lot. Mm-hmm. So they wanted me to have a lot, Mm -hmm. but it taught me really, really shitty habits. Yes. Because they literally would go into debt for fucking Abercrombie and Fitch Uh for me to have things. Right. Because my stepdad in particular grew up poor. Like he literally was homeless at times living under bridges. Okay. And then my mom, I mean, she was like from like a small ish family, but back then I feel like it it was very hard to raise like three kids. Sure. And so she didn't always have all of the things. Right. So they just, as a parent, you want to provide for your children to give them what you didn't have. But it taught me really, really shitty values. Like, it taught me that, like, materialistic things were important. Mm -hmm. And that when I would ask, I would just get that. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, also, we grew up in the 90s, and the 90s were a lot different. (laughs) Like, true. I mean, my mom was a single mom, and I also always had what I wanted. Mm -hmm. But she also would put herself into debt. Yeah. Like, my my parents did that all the time. And, like, we joke about it now. But, again, debt is different than 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 it is now. Yeah. So I just had all of these like misconceptions about money mm-hmm. and they always taught me like money was hard to get. Oh, and huge. That you have to work really you have to hard. Work so hard and you have to do long hours and 40 hours a week and oh, like you, you just be- have to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. Like my mom and my grandma, they both worked for the post office and mm. you would work rain or shine. You would work in the snow. You did not call off. No, never you, called off. Oh my you goodness. Have a sick just day. basically kill yourself. Literally. Physically yeah. kill yourself. Again, to going money. back to like society. And how that nine to five, 40 hours a week. That's respected. And yeah. that's, you know. That's when you've made it. That's when you've made it. You know? Yeah. When you have a retirement yes. and you have benefits. You got a pension. That's when you've made it. Mm-hmm. And that's bullshit. It's like. <laughs> it's bullshit. bullshit. I mean, not to say anything against people who have grown through their careers and they, mm-hmm. and they're fulfilled. Yeah. If you I think are that's fulfilled working nine to five. 
great. Yes. I can I cannot say that I live that experience. Same. Yeah. A hundred percent. Right. And we're only speaking from our experience. Yeah. Like I said, these are our opinions, these are experiences. Right. <laughs> I, I feel like I always have to like insert that as like yeah, because, like, I don't want anybody to feel like I'm an expert because I'm mm-hmm. certainly not. No. I am an expert in my own experience, yeah, however, and sure. that's all I can speak to. So. For sure. So, I just feel like money go. mindset for me has mm-hmm. always come from, like, a place of lack. Yes. And then they're always like, it's hard to get, but it's also really hard to keep. Yes. Because as soon as you make your money, it's going back out the door to bills and, mm-hmm. like, you're, you're not going to have or a Or, like, lot. that expression, like, the money's burning a hole in your pocket. Yes. Literally. Mm -hmm. So I just, I was raised on really shitty money values and like, that's okay. Mm -hmm. But I had to get to a point in my life where I was going to like reteach myself how to think about money. And like Marcy mentioned, you guys should hundred percent read You Are a Badass. She even has one that's actually geared toward money now. Mm -hmm. Um, It's You Are a Badass at Making Money. And I've read that one too. And it's like, so that's the one that changed my money mindset too yeah that that book changed my mindset about a whole Mm -hmm. lot of things Mm -hmm. but that one in particular is kind of um it's like a blanket for everything it's It's so true it's it's about yourself yeah and yourself goes into all of these different little you know branches for sure money is huge and self-worth is huge and yeah so yeah that totally changed my mindset and within it it tells you to write a letter. That was money. one of the biggest things for me. Same. So it says I released a lot of stories that oh, I have. Oh yeah, we all have a story. Like I, we just told ours. What is your story around money? What is it? Is money hard to get? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. You need to write that down. Literally, because down. you will be like shit. Yeah. If you damn. write a letter to money as if money is a person, mm-hmm. and it's like I, this is what I did. I wrote a letter to money as if it was a love letter. I'm fucking hopeless romantic, guys. Sorry. I know. That's not how I wrote mine, but but yeah. I thought that that was really interesting that you did. I literally wrote it as if it was like a past lover. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dear money, I'm sorry that I've abused you. I'm mm-hmm. sorry that I thought you were hard to keep. Right. I'm sorry. Like, I literally wrote it as if it was like a love letter to money. Yeah. And then it was crazy. Like, within the next week, what so happens? much literally released. And it was actually one of my biggest weeks that I'd had in the salon, like, to that date. Wow. And I was just like, wow. Like, it was that fucking simple. Like, I just had to release the stigma and, like, the mindset that I'd been living on my entire life. Right. Around money. And you don't realize how big Mm -hmm. it is because it's, like, so deep within your subconscious that you don't even have to think about it. No. It just exists for you. And you don't realize how powerful that is and how it's, like, blocking your ability to earn. Yeah. Or keep money. It's so Because money is energy. That's all it is. Money is energy. Mm -hmm. And it's an exchange of energy. When you're you're purchasing something, you are just exchanging energy for that object. Whatever it is. Yeah. A service, an actual product itself. Yeah. Like money is just an exchange of energy. That's it. And when you look at it that way, it can change you because... Because some people value it so hard and then you just want to like hold it and keep it. And you think it's like this thing that you can contain Mm -hmm. and it's not, it's a, it's moving. It is. It's like that ebb and flow of like life, Mm -hmm. honestly, because my parents have now, I think like we both have worked so well together to like help each other's money mindset change. Like your parents, my parents. Okay. Yeah. Like they're still at the exact same jobs that they were when I was a child. Okay. However, they have done a lot of internal work, which has led me to do a lot of internal work. And now it's so crazy. And as parents, we can relate to this as like, our children then become our teachers. Oh yeah. And now I am a grown adult and I own a business is actually, and mm-hmm. I am making money now that like they 
like bat their eyes at. They're like, what the fuck? You made that much money today? I make that in a month. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I did. So I'm even now changing their mindset around money. Sure. And it's like really cool to like watch that. But they have taught me that money, it's like the ebb and flow. Like you have to let money go mm-hmm. for more money to, to come, come in. in. Yeah. Because like, when because you if you're just, afraid to let go mm, of it. Yeah. How are you going to get more? No. Because the universe is like, oh, she good. She got what she wants. She holding on to it. Yeah. But she doesn't need any more because right. there's there's a blood, like abundance amount in her account. It's like right. she's good. Yeah. But if you let that money go, then the universe is like, okay, here. Mm. She needs more. Let me give her more. This last week has been really evident of that for me because I have recently paid a couple of things that – in the past, I would have been like, yeah. oh, my God, yeah. like, how is how am I paying right. this money? Right. Um, because, like, as soon as I paid one of those things, mm-hmm. like, I got a deposit from yes. somebody. And it's, it's like, it, it just keeps refilling. Mm-hmm. It's like, it yeah. goes out, it comes in, it goes mm-hmm. out, it comes in. Mm-hmm. And the more comfortable you are with that, the easier it is to, like, let that keep flowing. It's so true. Yeah. Oh, it's so but true. But it, like, starts from deciding. Yeah. It's like, first you have to recognize your story. Mm-hmm. And then you can make conscious decisions based on knowing that yeah. information because without knowing, you can't no. even try to change anything. Not at all. And then you just start practicing it yeah. and you get more and more comfortable. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Oh. So. so knowing where we are, you have certain steps that you need to take in order to know like where you are as far as like your money mindset goes. For sure. And one of my tactics that I like to use, and I like showed you, Marcy, how to do this like a year ago, yeah. was setting three goals. Mm-hmm. Three separate money goals. Right. And your first one is going to be a goal you know you can hit. Right. It's a little above the norm for you. But it's but comfortable. It's, it's comfortable and you know it's doable. Right. And then the second one in the middle is going to be one that's like, oh, that's kind of scary. Like, yeah. I don't know if I can do that. Right. That That's a maybe for me. Yes. And then the third and final goal is like scared shitless. What the fuck? That's impossible. Right. You yeah. know? Yeah. Like, and I did those? that. It's so cool because like I did that so talk in 2018. About that. So Molly like introduced me to that, which was like four times what I yeah. want to make this year. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, that's uh-huh. huge. Like, oh my God, I don't yeah. know that I'm worth that number. Right. Like, I'm not worthy. How is it possible? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But, but I wrote it down and in writing it down, it like started to become, I started to familiarize myself with that number. Because you saw it written. I saw it written. I talked about yeah. it and like I kept thinking of it. Right. Even though I was nowhere near it last year, yeah. like I still am like, that's not scary anymore. Right. Like, cause for 365 days, you thought about I thought about number. that number and I'm like, oh, yeah. I know that number. Me yeah. and that number are friends now. Yeah. Like it's cool. For sure. I'm going to make that much money. Yes. For sure. Period. And so it's not it's not scary anymore only because I allowed myself to go there. You allowed yourself to get familiar and comfortable with, with that a number. new idea right. of that Because at first that number was like way up high. Right. It was like right. up on top of this like yeah. shelf yeah. up there that I'm like, oh, yeah. I can't reach it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I just kept like looking at it and like, yeah. oh, I'm going to get that shit. For sure. I'm going to get that down. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to climb I, on top of a ladder. I'm going to put it on top of a table. I'm going to like figure that out, how to get sure. there. I feel like that that honestly has been one of the biggest breakthroughs for me and my business. Okay. So I'll break it down in like, like number wise too. Okay. So actual like numbers. actual fig- figuratively numbers. So okay. last year when I left my salon that I had opened and went out on my own, the first year of me opening that salon was the first time I had hit six figures. I okay. like broke a hundred thousand dollars and that was like a goal for me for a long time being right. in this industry. 
um, was to be like a six-figure hairstylist. Okay. And so when I was working at the salon, I had done it. Okay. And when I left it, I left with maybe like a handful of clients. It's so funny because like I can even go back. Yeah. We were in your car. Yeah. There was like a period. Oh. Like a, that was a minute. It was a it, minute. It bro. was like really. Yeah. I felt really. I was worried for you. Mm-hmm. I was worried about you. It was like fucking traumatizing. Yeah. Let's be honest. Because you're like, I did that and now all of that's gone. How am I going to fucking do that again? I was like, how the fuck am I going to rebuild another empire, another clientele, another brand and a damn name for myself uh-huh. when I literally built that one from the ground up and I, I set you, that bitch on fire. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> literally. Like, I was I was terrified, guys. Yeah. So, for me, that year, my big scary goal was I just want to hit six figures again. Yeah. And I had little ones along the way. I was like, okay, like, if I hit 50, I'm cool. I can pay shit. Shit's covered. I'm good. If I hit 75, that'd be nice. All right. I, I can live a little bit. But, like, $100,000 again was, like, my scary goal for that year. Okay. So, this that this year being that year, basically. 2018, I was sitting, doing my taxes, and I was, like, getting the numbers, crunching mm-hmm. them, and I'm like, fuck. I did $118,000 last wow. year. so you did it. So I did it. Yeah. Wow. Because I kept thinking about that number. You're like, because I did it already. Literally. It was on my taxes last year. Why it's right. going to show up again this year. Like, right. I'm literally going to manifest this happening again. Right. Because you already did it. Because I already did that. So now your goal is even higher. So now I'm like, fuck, that's my new normal. Mm-hmm. So that's like my, okay, we'll do this. So mm-hmm. I, I was a little low baller as fuck this year. I was like, all right. $125,000, that's my first goal. Yeah. I can do that. Yep. We'll just do a little more than we did last year. Yeah. $250,000 was like my middle goal. Like, that's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. That's like double. Like, yeah. that's scary. That's what I'm saying. Ooh! Yeah. Ooh. And then my terrifying goal uh-huh. is half a million dollars. Yeah. And Marcy and I literally just sat here before we started these, and I was like, I'm going to make half a million this year. She's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. you are. Yeah. 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 You're claiming it right now. Right. And like I showed her my numbers and I was like, you know, if I keep on course, like I'm I'm probably going to hit my middle scary goal. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the other half is going to come from, but I'm going to be half a millionaire. But that's, but that's the thing. That's part yeah. of it too, okay, is releasing the how. Yes. Because you can't see every possible no. option no. available to you. You can't. You mm-hmm. just don't have that foresight. Mm-mm. And that's okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's okay to let go of that. 100%. Because that's where the universe yes. has got your back. Yeah. The universe, like, picks up. It's not our job to figure out how. Right. It's our job to just set an intention. Right. Show up. Which is show up. Mm-hmm. So what's our next golden goal? Um, and releasing the fear around it. Yeah. For because sure. once you write down the numbers, you release the fear. Yeah. Because now now you and that number are friends. Yep. For sure. It's not like some person that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know. No. Okay. So the next one, and this is huge, okay. is know your value. Mm. Self-worth is fucking tough. Huge. But it's so important. But it's so, yeah. It's like literally probably one of the most important because if yeah. you don't know your worth mm-hmm. and you're not adding fucking tax, yep, I'm being cheesy. Yeah. How are you going to hit any of these? Right. Yeah, because, like, you receive what you will accept. Yes. So. Say it again. You receive what you will accept. Mm -hmm. And that goes for treatment. That goes for money. It goes for love. Yes. You will receive exactly what you'll take. Yeah. So if you, I mean, and again, we're speaking from our personal experience of being business owners. Right. But I mean, this can even go when you're asking for a raise. So relatable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like if you if you are working for a company and you're asking for a raise, they'll give you what you'll take. Yeah. But yeah. you can ask for more. Yeah. Always. Because you're worth it. Because you're worth it. 
And I think too, with like knowing your worth, it also, for me at -hmm. least, has been, um, it shows up for me and like who I surround myself with. Sure. Um, Because a lot of the times you become like the five people that you spend the most time with or whatever. So this might sound really harsh. I don't even fucking care. Like if you are making the most in the room, you probably should get a new room. Yeah. Like I'm starting to surround myself with people who are making the type of money that I want to make make. and they're giving me tools and tactics and like they're raising my vibration just by like being in the room with them. Right. That makes sense. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? And also to go on the opposite end of that, we were talking about, so my husband, Mm -hmm. um, his money story Mm -hmm. was affecting mine Yes. because like we're in a partnership and any money that comes into me is also going to him. Yep. So his limiting lack mindset around money was also affecting how money was coming to me. For sure. So your value and potentially your Your spouses, spouses, your family, your intimate, close, like yeah, the five people that you're spending most time with, like their mindset can affect yours and it can be limiting for you. Like Mm -hmm. those can come up as like limiting blocks Mm -hmm. and they can definitely set restraint on what it is that your capacity is. Right. Ugh. Yeah, I didn't even know we were going to go into that. I didn't but either, but that's spot on. That's 100%. so true. All right, what's the next one? Um, so the final one okay. is kind of like all-encompassing. Okay. So it's take responsibility. Mm. Because you're responsible. All of this yeah. comes down to you. Yeah. You're the person who controls your potential. 100%. And sometimes that's like a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Sometimes it's like a hard pill to swallow. Right. But it is, like you said, such a blessing because you have the ability right to make more if you want to yeah like again doesn't matter how it's coming doesn't fucking right. matter you have the ability you have the ability in your mindset mm-hmm. to shift it surround yourself with good people surround yourself with like like-minded individuals yep but take responsibility for it yep and i always teach my girls this in the salon we just talked about this this week you have to Take responsibility for where you are. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not showing up and you're not doing what you need to be doing to bring the money in, don't expect the fucking money. No, it's not going to come if mm-hmm. you're not showing up. You have to take responsibility for your current actions in the role that you're playing yep. around the money and, like, mindset you're receiving. And then if you want it to be different, right? you have to do the work. Yes. You have to do the hard shit. Mm-hmm. And then you set the goals. Yeah. And then you value yourself. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't value yourself, nobody else will. No, nobody will. Yep. Oh my gosh. I feel like this is like a long time coming. Yeah. Because we have so much to say, not only on this topic, but just like as entrepreneurs. And Mm -hmm. I feel like more topics like this should come up. Yeah, for sure. Because I feel like a lot of people are relatable to this. Mm -hmm. And we... And like, I feel like I learned something from this too. And it's like, wow. Yeah. But also like to celebrate where I am right now. Yes. Because like, I want to grow, but like... It's okay to celebrate this right now. Yes, of course. You yeah. always should be celebrating your victory and just staying in that sweet spot of like gratitude because mm-hmm. that's just where everything flows to you when yep. you're grateful for what you have. For sure. Oh. All right, so babe. I'm so grateful for you too. Seriously. <laughs> I'm grateful for our listeners. Me it's too. so cool. Thank to you just, so like, much. See this. It's like transpire, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, babes. See you Bye. next week. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. If you found value in this episode, I encourage you to share it with a friend. Please feel free to leave a review as well. I've loved reading through them and truly appreciate everyone's love and support. If you want to follow me along my journey in between episodes, you can find me on Instagram at Molly's Main Life. You can also check out Marcy and all of her amazing photography work on Instagram at the Coterie Columbus. 
All of this information is also listed below in the details for spelling needs. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here on Monday. Thank you.